SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The greatest sound in sports comes in a flashing light. It's Light the Lamp with Brian Blessing and Cam Stewart. All right, folks, we are ready to rock and roll. The Stanley Cup playoffs have arrived. This is the playoff preview edition of Light the Lamp. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart's in Toronto, Mississauga to be specific. Andrew Torres is in New Jersey, and we're going to take you all around the NHL and the four divisions and the first round series matchups. Maybe give a pick for the Stanley Cup futures, the whole nine yards, and We'll come right out of the gate and say, we are stoked. My favorite thing, guys, Cammy, you know, the Masters is the best thing on God's green earth. But I will tell you, as a collective, the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs and the playoffs in their entirety, it doesn't matter if you've got a bet on the game, it helps, or if you have a dog in the fight. But when a Stanley Cup playoff game goes to overtime, there is nothing better in all of sports. Couldn't agree more. I love it. No, and I love when games go on to the next night. Like, people are like, oh, is it ever going to end? No, make it last forever. Like, that's the beautiful thing. You root for the, the goalies. Play. Exactly. It's like, and the crazy thing is, you know, when they don't score in the first two overtimes, it's probably going to go like four because of the lactic acid. And it's hard. It's like, you know what I mean? If you ever played hockey, I was in, I was in a five overtime game before, and you're, you're like, it's insane. You can't even move out there, right? So uh, it's wild. I love it. It's kind of like the NCAA tournament. I, I look at the playoffs, Brian. Everything, like especially when all the teams are going, it's my favorite thing. It, it's it, As it progresses, it's not as good, but it's still amazing. And I got to be honest with you, though, this year I think we're going to have some wild finishes. Like a lot of people think certain teams are locks, but I'll tell you, man, especially in that uh, that West, that, those are, that's a murderer's row. With Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis, oh, oh God, all good teams there. Listen, yeah. Uh, Anybody can beat anybody. The goaltender is the great equalizer. Let's bring Andrew Torres in. Andrew, I just want to get your take on it. Uh, when we were talking about overtime and just how special and electric the playoffs are, and Cam's point spot on, a lot of times, it, bam, it's over. But these yeah. things take on a life of their own where, okay, you get to the 8, 9, 10-minute mark of the first period. Then guys get worn down in the second part of a period, and every subsequent period after that, it's the first couple of minutes they go bananas and then they all hit a wall and the drama builds and builds and builds. It's great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch. And the one thing like you talk about with people, it's like, Oh, they don't really watch hockey and stuff, but they'll talk about how they watch the playoffs. And you know, it's kind of cliche to say, but it is, I, you know, you guys touched on it. The most exciting part of the year in any sports, you know, people talk about the postseason being the best part of any sport. That's true. But I think hockey is, takes it to the next level with the, the speed of the game, the tenacity of the game, the ferociousness of the game. And I think one of the things that you can look at, if you look at the players at the beginning of the postseason, and then you take, you see like screenshots and pictures of them at the end of the postseason, they all have scars on their faces. They all have bruises and bumps and they all have like, you know, the big, you know, Joe Thornton, Brett Burns, beards and all that stuff. It's, it's really exciting to watch. And, you know, even if your team isn't in it, like, you know, my team's not in it. It's exciting to see just the competitiveness. And I think it's great that it's back this year. And the thing I, is, guys, I was just going to say quickly, no, Brian, no, like NFL football is great during the week. 
Like the playoffs, it's all right. Like there's a legendary game, but it's a one-off. That's why hockey's the best. Like the two sports that take their game up a notch in the playoffs is baseball and hockey. And I put hockey one and I put baseball two because it's a totally different vibe than the regular season. Those are the sports when the, in the playoffs where I think right. things really get exciting and change and there's like electricity and a vibe in the air. But yeah, I can't wait for like our first like four, four overtime game, legendary game. Remember that Tampa Bay Columbus series, man? That was some of the best hockey ever. These guys played over time. And it's amazing to me how tough these guys are and then they're back at it again. It is hard to play hockey alone for 60 minutes regular, but playoffs, intensity hitting overtime man these guys are special athletes there's a nobel peace prize there's a pulitzer prize there's oscars annual awards there should be an award for the dumbest comment made by anybody for a calendar year and this will be the first rendition of revisiting this for eternity in what did i what did i say brian in 2020 it was not something that cam stewart said oh wow in okay. 2020 Mike Milbury actually said during the five-overtime oh, yeah. game, fans don't like this. They just want to get it over with. What a box <laughs> of rocks. Yeah, Are you kidding me? We live for this stuff. That's the thing. Like, I have some of the best memories ever, like that Pat LaFontaine-Washington game. Like, I remember as a kid, like, everything about that night as a buddy at a party, like, spin the bottle party, kissing girls. I was like, hey, baby, you know, I'll see you in the closet <laughs> in a bit because I got to watch this hockey game. And all the guys are upstairs, and the girls are like, look at these losers watching this overtime game. But, hey, man, those are great nights. And you, you remember these things, right? Like, you remember the Keith Primo overtime game. You remember – the Islanders caps game. You remember these Columbus Tampa Bay games. They're all legendary, Dave, right? Dave, so. Dave Hannon. Yes. Dave Hannon. Yes. Four overtimes, Hashik versus Bredour. Yes. You needed a pistol to beat Hashik that night and Bredour was great. And the goal call was great. It was uh, game six. I think that sent it back to Jersey for game seven. And Jennerette's call was, and Dave Hannon sends this series back to where Jimmy Hoffa is. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ray Chatter. He's the best. Um, la, 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 Fontaine. Merry Christmas, Buffalo. <laughs> Nordiques, too. All right. We are ready to rock and roll. Great memories. Yes. New memories will be forged this year. Odd year. But finally, all the lovey-dovey stuff I think is behind us. The series, the matchups, the chess matches, the last change matters. So much to get into. We're going to preview all the series, and we are thrilled you're with us right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. We are just about ready to drop the postseason puck, and it is our playoff edition of Light the Lamp. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. folks back with you our playoff edition of light the lamp brian blessing cam stewart andrew torres we've had a ball doing this all year long we cannot wait for the playoffs it's going to be spectacular now full disclosure uh, we recorded this on friday night so you know so we're going to start with boston and washington so the game one well game one's likely in the books unless it's in five overtime so let's just call, <laughs> call it that uh that's possible but uh, this series 
Boston minus a uh, uh, Boston is minus a dollar fifty. And the one thing is, guys, and I'll start with you, Cam. I really thought Washington was a team built, constructed to be really, really good in the postseason. As is the case with many teams, goaltending you would deem the question mark. Boston, a defined edge between the pipes. The rub here is there's an unknown that Washington is a mash unit coming in here. Hence, Boston is the favorite. Here's the thing, though. Should they be that much of a favorite? I see this thing open up at about a buck thirty-five, steaming to over a buck fifty. The Bruins aren't that much better than Washington. I understand Washington has injuries. I think they're getting no respect. Um, I probably lean Boston in seven in the series, but here's the thing. They should be about a buck 25. They shouldn't be. I see line value with Washington and Brian. We talk to a lot of people. Me and you do a lot of playoff shows, different hockey shows with different people. I've not heard one, not one person saying, hey, I like the Capitals. And that's usually a recipe for disaster. So I think this uh, people are just anointing Boston uh, this series. Washington's a damn tough team. They, they're, they're gritty. They're tougher than Boston. The problem is Boston has a significant goaltending edge, but I think the series goes the distance. The one thing I would say, Andrew, breaking down Boston, every year, you know, you, sometimes you watch these guys, you go, how did they do it? Because all they do is win. They're top-heavy. The first line's great. Okay, I get it. You got uh, Bergeron. He's phenomenal. Nice guy. Great guy especially to match up against the other team's top guy. And they've got the goaltending that is sensational. The one thing I wonder, though, this year, Andrew, that you've got Krug is gone and Char is gone. And I listen, you know, they've got the good young defenseman McAvoy. But across the board, I'm wondering about the Bruins' D. Well, and that's the thing. It's you guys had talked about it earlier in the season before the we got to this point in the playoffs getting started. It's defense and special teams wins championships. Um, you know, Sedano Tara was the anchor. He was the guy back there. You know, playing thirty plus minutes defensively for this team, and they've had really significant defensemen over the years. So you, Dennis Seidenberg, and you know Adam McQuaid, Johnny Boychuk, and all these guys. And you know they had Tory Krug for a while, and now it's just. You don't really know. Like, yeah, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals a couple of years ago, but I think that's a big question going into this series, especially if the Caps get healthy the longer the season goes, the uh, longer the series goes, excuse me. That's just – that's going to be something that the Bruins are going to have to face in the long run. Yeah, the questioning for the goaltending for the Capitals for sure, but defense is one of the biggest things that you rely on, especially when it comes to the playoffs for hockey. So uh, if I'm the Bruins, it's one of those things that you have to try to address. And obviously the acquisition of Taylor Hall helps out with the goal, the goal scoring for sure. He played really well coming over from Buffalo, but That's a good point. defense yep. defense is one of those things that the, the Bruins are going to have to figure out, especially against a Washington team that we all know can score extremely well. And, and the best what? defenseman's on the caps in Carlson, right guys? Yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, you, know, you get offense from that blue line. That's that's yeah. the the edge offensively there. Here, Cam, I gotta ask you because at the beginning of the year, right, it was Samson off luggage, and then uh-huh. all, all of a sudden, uh, Vanacek shows up. You go, hey, this kid's not half bad, and he did. He's good. all right. They came out of the gate, and they they were they were white hot. They were the hottest team at the very beginning of the season. But Cam, at the end of the year, added up twenty one ten and four goals against is two six nine. I mean, the kid's solid. I mean, but, you know, clearly Rask is better. Yes, Boston, Boston, Rask is better than both guys. 
I don't really have confidence. It's kind of like Washington. You know what they remind me of? Kind of Carolina back in the day when it was like, you know, Reimer and Mrazek. I think Mrazek's a better goaltender now, but you know what I mean? You always had that question mark there. They have a very good team, but I still think uh, Boston has a significant edge. I just don't think they're giving Washington credit for the veterans that they have on the team. And Boston is a tough team, but they're an aging tough team. Washington can bully these guys. I'm surprised at the price, Brian. I'm not sure if you are like at my book, if it was Blessing Stewart Sports book, I make the Bruins maybe a buck twenty, not a buck fifty-five, a buck sixty. I think oh. that line's out of whack, and the value is with Washington in a series that I think is a coin flip. All right, Pally, I agree. There's some wacko numbers uh, across the board here, and we'll get into those. All right, let's move on to the Islanders and Pens. That series gets mm. underway this morning. Uh, for me, it's breakfast hockey, but it's noon nice. Eastern. 9 a.m. Yeah. Oh, what a day. I mean, breakfast, noon. Yeah, breakfast, get to watch. <laughs> the crooked preakness. You can go watch horses. <laughs> Sunday morning. Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so listen, the island of uh, the pants. I'm a big fan of trots and their structure. We know they'll show up. They'll be physical. If Barlamas, Barlamov is healthy, they've got the edge between the pipes. Pittsburgh, a dollar forty. In the series, the one thing, Cam, I would just say, I got to fall on the sword here. I sold Pittsburgh short all year long. Me too. 37, 16, and 3. I got to tip my hat to them. Won their last three games of the regular season. You know what? Honestly, God, we're talking about Crosby and Malkin and the players on the ice. We should absolutely be giving a tip of the cap here to Sullivan. And yep. in particular, Hextall and Brian Burke. Excellent move. And you said it. Uh, we talked about this before. Jeff Carter, out of all the signings, uh, Andrew mentioned Hall is a great signing. But I'm going to tell you, it was more under the radar. The Carter to Pittsburgh is a uh, – the Samsonite fits like a glove signing. It was perfect. Absolutely flawless. This guy is unbelievable going from the Kings to the Penguins. He was a monster with these guys. They've gotten better. Malkin's come back. And the thing is, Brian, that's really shocking to me is they took cast-off defensemen, guys like CeCe from the Leafs, and they're actually playing good. The Pittsburgh Penguins have shocked me the whole year. I thought there was going to be real problems defensively. They've been better in that area. They're scoring goals. They're a dangerous team. Uh, still, 50 cents. The Islanders have had good playoff success for them, but Pittsburgh's owned them this year too. So i got to be honest with you. I'm seeing a buck 50s out there. I wish that line was a little bit uh, cheaper, but I think the Penguins are the better team. They get some revenge, and uh, they knock out the Islanders in six. Give me the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Islanders have too many problems scoring goals. They have great goaltending, but without Anders Lee, nobody stepped up, and you don't win hockey games. I don't care how good your goalie or defense is. you got to score. The Islanders don't. Oh, yeah, by the way, their special team blows as well. Their power play stinks. Give me the Penguins. He nailed it, Andrew. I mean, uh, Steve Carp, good buddy of mine out here. We're gaming today. Simbin.Vegas, big Islander fan. He flew cross-country, went to the last two games at uh, Nassau County Coliseum. And I've been telling him for a year when the Islanders are on the power play or uh, penalties called, they should decline it. I mean, they can't even get in the zone and set up. Believe me, I think it's correlated Pittsburgh and the over Islanders and the under throughout the course of this series. But I love, I love the fight in the Islanders, but their lack of scoring – and honestly, God, Palmieri and Zajac really didn't do much after the deadline. Well, that's the thing. You look at the trade deadline guys that both teams acquired. Cam, you touched on it. Jeff Carter's made a huge difference for Pittsburgh. And now Malkin's coming back on top of that. So that's a huge advantage to Pittsburgh. And, you know, we know the Islanders, Barry Trotz's system, very good defensively. 
But if you can't score, it doesn't matter how many goals you can't, you don't, you know, you can defend as much as you want. If you can't score, it's not going to make that much of a difference. So, you know, Zajac and, and, and Paul Mary coming over for the Devils, yeah, it might have, you know, you're adding veteran presence. But other than that, it's really not doing that much for them. So I think the advantage goes to Pittsburgh. Uh, we, got, we, got 30, we got 30 seconds. Cam, I'll just say this. Game one in most of these series, I love teams. They go for it. And game one's nutty. Game two, more defensive in posture. It's five over 30, five over 35. I'd take the plus price, five and a half under 45. I think we get goals in game one. We got 10 seconds. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think we are going to get goals. You, you put up a five, I'll take over every time out of principle. Merry Christmas. That sounds like a plan. There you have it. The East is in the cookie jar. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Central on our playoff edition of Light the Lamp on the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's talk the Central Division now on our playoff edition of Light the Lamp on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. Having great fun. We have all year long with Cam Stewart in Toronto, Andrew Torres in New Jersey. I'm Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. We are ready to drop the puck, and, boy, we're going to have some fun. This Central Division, guys, Andrew, if you want to go first, pal, Carolina has been a team Cam and I have been in love with before they dropped the puck to start the season. I think they have a real, real big opportunity to make serious noise here, if not hoist the thing, when all is said and done. Nashville kind of played playoff hockey to get in in an ordinary season, but this is a team fought their way in, and a team that fights their way in can be dangerous. But the price here, Minus 270, one of the bigger numbers in round one. Do the Preds have any shot against the Hurricanes? If they, if they have a shot, they have to prove it in game one because if they don't come out in game one and show what they can do, even if they lose the game, uh, put pressure on them in any way that they can, the series is going to be over in, in, in four. Like It's, it's going to be that quick. Uh, Carolina has the speed, the talent, the skill, whatever you want to say, you know, the goaltending, every, everything you know, in that, those categories, they pretty much have the edge on. So if they don't jump on Nashville to start it off, that Nashville is going to have to take every single opportunity and jump on it as much as they can, just just to even stay in the series as long as possible. But no, I, Caroline has impressed a lot of people. I'm one of those people, and uh, I would be very shocked if they don't make it to the third round of the playoffs. Cam, not a lot of, to be honest, household names here. Aho, 57 points, led the way. Irvinen. Well, Trocek's a stud. Trocek. I, I, you know who's really, I think, going to be a difference maker in the playoffs for these guys? And I'll tell you one thing. If they put up a problem in, in, you know, in-game wagering for overtime, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the guy's got a knack for it as the neck cash guy. And Svechnikov, come on, but how about how good is Dougie Hamilton? Been? I'm, listen, they got a lot of wonderful parts here. 
Dougie Hamilton's a nice guy, too. That's the thing. Let's remember, guys, down the stretch, I was like, oh, oh, the Predators beat these guys. Yeah, Jake Gardner was logging like 30 minutes a game. The guy's like a, a fifth defenseman. So don't, you got to look inside, uh, look, dig a little bit deeper. Here's the deal. The only way uh, Carolina – uh, or anyway, Nashville's going to beat these guys if it's UC Sorrow stands on his head and makes like 45, 50, 50 saves and pulls the Thatcher Demko versus Vegas act, which I don't think he can do. I think it's a problem. Carolina Hurricanes <laughs> in five King Kong Bundy style. And you know what? I, I think it's in their best interest to end this in five, knowing what's coming whoever comes out of Tampa Bay, Florida, which we'll get to in a moment. You want to go on a long run, Cam? If you're one of the favorites, you want those short series because every game, every time you're out there, you are running the risk of losing guys. You are. Carolina, too. Like, we love them. And I, I hate to say it, a lot of people are jumping on this bandwagon, Brian. And I think we got tickets, what is it, 35 to 1, I think, to win the Stanley Cup at the start of the year. I got to go back and check a, a couple uh, futures that I have. But we've been on these guys the whole season. But they are a very deep team. That's the one thing, especially on the back end. They can afford maybe an injury to defense. And, you know, all these teams are, are going to be injuries in the playoffs. It would be nice if they had one more sniper, right, Brian? But the thing is, they also have unproven goaltending. Our boy, Ned. Ned. Ned Flanders. He's been great. Ned, Nedjevic. How do you pronounce his name? I don't even know. I just call him Ned because Ned. Ned's solid. And I'll tell you, if, if, if Mrazek has a problem, like, who do you start? You start Mrazek, but this guy, they're not, they're not afraid to give a quick hook. So they've had better goaltending than they've had in the past, and I think they're deeper defensively, and they have guys with knacks for scoring big goals. I love this Carolina team, Brian. I think they're going to the Stanley Cup final. I believe it. I think they get a real big opportunity. Let's go to the other series here. Tampa Bay is minus $1.55, and the Panthers have home ice advantage. Tampa Bay, back class. But the Kitty Cats never became the Kitty Cats. Cam, you start this one. Listen, the job Quinville's done with this group this year is beyond belief. Yeah, they used to be kitty cats. Now they are Panthers. One of my favorite mascots, Stanley C. Panther. He's cocky. He's already, like, texting uh, Tampa Bay and threatening these guys and stuff. I was like, hey, Stanley C. Panther, relax. You're playing a very good team. No need to give Tampa Bay the Stanley Cup champions bulletin board material. But I will say this. I'm looking for dogs. You, can, you don't find very many. I like Florida in this series. I think they can actually beat Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay – what, just because Kucherov's going to come back and Stamkos? Kucherov hasn't played a damn game. It takes a while to get into hockey shape. I don't care how much you practice. You have to take hits, and it's going to be difficult. Yes, Vasilevsky is way better than any goaltender that Florida has, but Florida's deep. Sam Bennett's a great addition to this team. They're not afraid. They can roll out all lines at you. I think this goes seven, and I'm going to take the underdog, no longer pussycats. Wow, wow, wow. That's a panther. <laughs> There he is. Andrew, Angry. Angry at plus money. Andrew, Andrew, see what I deal with? That's what he deals with, Andrew. That's what I deal with. I'm a child. How, how about game, game one, Andrew? Uh, the Lightning <laughs> oh, minus $1.20 on the road, five and a half the total. Yeah, I think – well, I think the one thing you, to, to look at, you know, you're, it, it's the injuries going into this game. Uh, two of the top defensemen for the Lightning are questionable. Yep. Uh, I would assume that they're going to play – at least if they would try to play is Hedman and McDonough. Uh, you know, Stamkos, not sure when he's going to be back. And you guys talked about it, Kucherov, you know, his effectiveness in the playoffs. But 
coming back and playing in the regular season, getting ready for the playoffs is one thing. Coming back and only playing in the playoffs after not having skated or not having played competitively for a long time, that's huge. And to talk about the other team too, the Panthers, missing Aaron Eckblad in this series is going to be big. I think that, you know, the guy that logged, what was it, 25 minutes a game, the, the games that he had earlier in the season. And the other thing too, Jonathan Huberto is out. I believe he's been ruled out for the, for the first game of the, season, or the, season, or the series too. So, you know, some big names are out. And I think that's going to be the key. Which team is going to stay healthy the longest in this series is going to ultimately win. But I would expect at least six games in this series for sure. What do you think, Cam? We're looking at Bob here as the goalie. Yeah, I guess you start Bob, and if Bob doesn't deliver, Dredger's been decent, so I think uh, Joel Quenville will have a quick hook. He's not going to screw around. If his goaltender's cold, he can go to the next guy. It's basically 1A and 1B. But the thing about Florida is we talked about Tampa Bay, and they picked up Coleman from New Jersey and, like, those underrated acquisitions. There's a guy in this team, former Bruin, Frank Frank Vitrano. He's my pick to click in this series. He does all the little things well, and he's the type of player that's built for the playoffs. He's going to give the Lightning fits. He scores big goals. He plays a two-way game. There's a lot to like about the Florida Panthers. I'm not anointing Tampa Bay this series. Um, I think the bookmakers got it right. It's going to be a lot tighter than people think, and I, I believe in Florida. I think they're going to upset these guys. It's going to be a legendary series that goes the distance, but I think the Cats can take the next step. Wow. I, it's amazing. I mean, you got got to figure Tampa Bay's like, yeah, whatever. And Yeah, well, they better not think that, or else they're going to lose. I, I know. I You know, it's like I just wonder, <laughs> is there not that, you know, is there the learning curve, or are they just that good? I don't know. Like, they won the Stanley Cup. They got over Ghost. But was that easy against Columbus? No. Who's to say that Vasilevsky doesn't have his best game? That's the thing. Like, we've seen Tampa Bay overcome obstacles, and we've seen them be disappointments. Florida's always a disappointment, right? But it's different this year. They're playing with house money, and they got guys, winners from other teams that have joined their club to tell the guys that were losers before, hey, we're a good hockey team. We are the NHL's elite. We could be a sleeper. We could do some damage. And I really believe – You've seen the games versus Tampa Bay this year. They were all close. Florida looked good, man. And I'll tell you, if Tampa Bay, if Hedman's hurt more than uh, they think he is and, and they're nursing a couple injuries, they're in for a world of hurt because Florida will pounce all over them. If I'm Florida, I pound Hedman and all those guys that are injured. You got to play that way, man. You got to play. I know Florida's a very finesse team, but they got to play very physical and hurt Tampa Bay. They got to play that type of game. All right, before we go haywire knee deep in the two series, as we go to the north, we got about two minutes in this segment. The NHL, you gotta love these guys. Did, did you? Can't, oh, did what, you what? What? Vancouver still put? Hey, everybody! Oh, we no. got a, we got a game before the other game. It's beyond insanity. No, <laughs> the NHL. You're stuck in your house, and you've been stuck there, and you well, are like a year. Yeah, you're talking to way. the little men on your shoulders. Yes, and the NHL says. Well, we've told the Canadian government we need an answer by June 1st. <laughs> I mean, and they're like, Hit, yeah, we'll get back to you on that. Hit the bricks. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the NHL is unbelievable. They, they get their players twisted in the wind on this stuff, and then they're, they're trying to back the government into a corner about – Give us an answer so we know what to do with these teams. I think they got bigger fish to fry, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, yes. Like, the survival of the country. Like, it's just, that's the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, hockey in Canada. It's so important. No, I, I, I think the government, we have to worry about the vaccines and all the other crap that we got going on and lost money and this and that, jobs. Yeah. Like, the, the, the NHL, it's like, yeah, okay, uh, I got a list of uh, 24 things. You guys are number 25. Like, we love hockey, but the, the government couldn't care less about the playoff struggling. 
All right, before we get into the – we will. We'll get into the matchups. Edmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto, Montreal. Next, mm. I mean, you have about 40 seconds, Cam. You're there. Yep. It's been an unfair, unlevel playing field. These guys travel five times more than anybody else, and they know whoever comes out of this division, they're going south of the border. I don't care what they're going to try to tell the Canadian government. Yeah, it's a, it's a train wreck for these guys. I'm glad we got through the season, but they're at a competitive disadvantage. No fans, no anything. Uh, travel too much. There will not be a Stanley Cup winner in Canada. I know the Leafs are good, but uh, Montreal, 1993, bank it. Uh, these guys, none of, the, none of the teams in the North, I don't think, have a chance to win the Stanley Cup. All right, we're going to dive into those two series, and then we're going to talk about the West, which we both, we all, I believe, think is going to be extremely compelling. Four teams that are very, very dangerous. This is great fun. It's our playoff edition of Light the Lamp. It's been a wonderful season doing this with you right here on Sirius 204 and the Sports Breed Radio Network. And trust me when I tell you, it's only going to get better. There's nothing like the Stanley Cup playoffs. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. talking about the North Division in the Stanley Cup playoffs, diving into the series and the games specifically. Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart, Andrew Torres, Light the Lamp, Sports Grid Radio Network, Series Channel 204. Let the fun begin. And Cam, you get the honors, my friend. You are up there. It's your backyard. I would just say this. The Leafs, minus 295. Habs were great early, really ordinary for long stretches of the season. Toronto's done a lot of good things. The defense will always be the question with them, and we'll check on the goaltending. Can Montreal, and Montreal, Toronto, my goodness, seriously. Yep. Can Montreal flip a switch? I, here's the thing. Montreal, I, I mean, part of me says Montreal's breathing a little bit. They are. They are. And I'm telling you guys, this break for the Leafs is awful when they start, and it's great for Montreal. You talk to people from Montreal, this is the first time they've had all practices together. Gallagher's coming back. Other guys are getting healthier. They can get their goaltending situation straightened up. That's more days for Carey Price to get together. i got to tell you something. I think the Leafs win this series, but this number's ridiculous. It is stupid. Don't you think They're almost making these guys a three-to-one favorite. The Leafs should be $2 at most. I think the series goes six, and I think Thank it's you. hard fought. I think Toronto – people are talking sweep. I'm on ESPN. Tor- no, no. Toronto went four, Toronto four. I would not be shocked if it actually went six or seven. Give me the Leafs in six, and it's not going to be easy. Oh, Montreal can't play with these guys. Yeah, they've also been missing Gallagher and other guys on their team, and they haven't ha- had to play together. Now they're actually having time to work on some things. Everyone talks about Toronto like they're this, like, unstoppable mega force. You see the game versus Winnipeg? They needed those points next time to get like a better tie break situation. I know the home ice and all the other, but still. And then they lay an egg. This team is good. Very good, but not as good as Carolina, Tampa Bay, Florida, Pittsburgh. They're 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 a good hockey team, but come on. 
three to one favorite. Give me the Leafs in six. It's not going to be as easy as people think. You answered the question I really was going to ask you, and the scary thing is we very much, and I apologize, probably ruin your night, but you and I think a lot alike. That's okay. But the, I got yeah. but the question. Like I was going to ask the question. I go. Don't you think this goes at least six? And you said, yes, that's right. what you said. We're reading each other's mail. That's what gingers do, Brian. I, it's like telepathy. I can, uh, you can, you know, you could see. Oh, Cam's making chicken wings and crushing beers. Like you, you already know what I'm doing. Two steps ahead of the time. But I'm going to tell everybody out there: the Leafs are probably going to win this series. But I put it in parlays and get it to plus. Like if you lay that juice with Toronto, you're asking for a world of hurt because Montreal can actually pull off a shocker. Andrew, the Leafs have so much firepower up front the defense we poke holes at it but the thing that would kind of concern me a little bit about these guys it's the playoffs every hit is delivered with criminal intent clearly you would think whoever plays against them they're going to be trying not punch him in the mouth you know what i mean i mean they're going to try to rattle their cage any chance they get and really make it physical to try to bog them down yeah, it's just one of those things. To, I, you, you talk about Toronto's ability to score. They can pretty much do it whenever they want. The problem is, can they stay in a long physical series in the way you guys are talking about it? And I would agree with you guys. A six- or seven-game series seems more likely with Montreal, and that's how Montreal's played most of the year. They had a great start. Um, and then, you know, things kind of changed a little bit. But overall, I think, you know, this could be a very competitive series. And I think if Montreal takes – the physicality to the level that I think they can, you know, this could be a very long series indeed. And, you know, then you call into question, you know, Toronto's ability to, to stay in there. Cause if they can't match physicality, you know, you can have as many school guys as you want, but if you're not physical and you're not able to answer, you know, when, when you're physically challenged, it's, that's, that's kryptonite in the playoffs. people. People are underestimating Gallagher. He hasn't been with the team for a while. When he's in the lineup, they win. And another thing, Carey Price is an older guy. He's got more time to get better. Let's remember that Pittsburgh series. Sure, I know it was only best three out of five, but you saw what the Montreal Canadiens did as monster dogs against them. They can get a hot goalie. This team is not as bad as everyone thinks, and it's a huge rivalry. So put your seatbelts on. It's not going to be easy. I know, by the way, this series doesn't start until Thursday. It's so dicey. This league is beyond. You know, I, you know what's going to get started. I, I mean, my God. What a joke. Like, honestly. So, so, yeah, so we got the Capitals and Penguins on Saturday. These guys are already doing everything, waiting on Vancouver. And, and then, and now you're, ma- you're making these guys wait a week to, like, play the game. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I don't even know what's going on here. Like, I got to be honest with you. You know what's going to happen. These teams in the North, like, they got through the year, but it's they're an absolute gong show. Gonna, you know what's going to happen at some point, Camp? You got rink rust on the front end. Man, not a lot. And maybe getting fresh is probably an okay thing. But, I mean, on the back end of this thing, you know they're going to jam some back-to-back games at these guys to catch up to the other series. It's It's stupid. unbelievable. It is stupid. They've already gone through enough with the travel and all the BS they had to deal with um, with these COVID situations and all the other crap. But, hey, this is what it is. I told you this before, Brian. I don't want to take shots at the NHL. Andrew knows this, too. There's certain markets. It's like, okay, how do I say this without, like, getting – but I'm going to speak the truth. It feels like the NHL likes Tampa Bay, Florida, Arizona, all these places that are not hockey markets. They do their very best to make them feel at home, accommodating. Oh, it's okay. But you know what? They can piss all over Toronto, Montreal, 
Buffalo and these other markets because you know what? Fans will come to the games regardless. They don't have to sell it. That's my speech. Well, I got two words for you. No goal. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Buffalo could join the club. Like that's the thing. It's not just. It's not just a Toronto, Montreal thing like that. Like, like it's they know. Like people will blindly go to a Winnipeg Jets game. Like that's the that's the only game in town. Like the NHL doesn't have to worry about these markets. People will go at any price. So that's the thing. Anyway, I don't know why these guys, as you said, are getting pitchforked, but this season for the North Division has just been. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's, all right, let's watch our time. We get about eh. – Sorry about that. No, 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 no. I'm, I better – I got to get off my soapbox. It's not you, bro. <laughs> all right. Dude, chief, boss. Actually, a guy <laughs> called me chief twice today. He meant it in a nice way, though. He's a hey, chief. How you doing? Sometimes guys just say it. You know, it's like yeah, – it depends. You got to look at the source. But anyway, and we're did, going, Brian. And when, and when you poked both his eyes with chopsticks, did you mean that in a nice way? <laughs> <laughs> he said chief in the nicest way. All right. Uh, Andrew, you go first. We got Edmonton and Winnipeg. Edmonton's minus $1.90. Winnipeg really limping in here. That being said, there's firepower with the Jets, and they've got the goalie. I mean, if, if I think Winnipeg's breathing. I, I Honestly, I, Edmonton, McDavid, it's been spectacular. Dry sidle, fun to watch. I would not think that Winnipeg goes quietly into that. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see what you guys think. Yeah, I think Winnipeg's going to be competitive. Uh, and I, you, you're, you're right. Did they, they have the advantage when it comes to goaltending. Um, I think it's whichever team is going to play defensively better. Edmonton, that's been the struggle that they've had over the last few years with no. McDavid. Offensively, you know, they're, that's not the problem. Uh, Winnipeg, you know, it's kind of an up and down a little bit. And uh, I, I think, to me, goaltending is going to make the difference in this series. You know, Mike Smith has played well, despite his age of – what 38 or 39 years old that he is now um but you know Hellebuck is he's 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 been one of the top goaltenders in the league uh for the last number of years and it's I think it's going to show in the playoffs and I think Winnipeg is going to surprise some people the one thing I would say Cam is when this guy puts his mind to it Shifley literally can take over a series yes he can and is that good People don't – hey, guys, let's remember, an audience out there, Winnipeg's playing without Ehlers. The guy's one of the best players going. Wheeler's been banged up. I saw something. Later this week, the Leafs had a game against Winnipeg. Winnipeg decided to play. They beat Toronto. Everyone thinks Toronto's the best team in the North. Here's the, th- here's the situation. The Edmonton Oilers are laying 215 in this series. Are you kidding me? Sure, they might win, but do you not remember from such gag jobs as Oilers versus Blackhawks? <laughs> minus 240 favorite? This is the thing. They got McDavid, but – Mike Smith can get cold. Koskinen's a, a backup goalie at best. I wouldn't even call him that. So this is the other thing. Their back end is improving. Ethan Bear, young players, they're getting good. But the Winnipeg Jets are missing guys, and they have firepower. I think the Jets are playing everyone for a sucker, and this series could go seven, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets won. The Oilers should not be minus 215. I guess that's my main argument, and, uh, you know, it's ridiculous price. All right, here we go. We got four minutes, guys. So let's go to the West. Vegas minus 260 for the series. Minnesota's been their kryptonite. Odd, odd start time. Sunday at noon. Love it. One, Vegas $1.80. Totals five and a half to the over. Vegas is banged up. ready, real dicey for game one. Likely will be flurry at the least to start game one. But Minnesota's going to come in here and try to punch him in the mouth. And they are fearless. And you got the Kaprizov kid. Pat Micheletti, I really respect that of Minnesota. He thinks it's a really good Minnesota team, but he says the real cautionary tale is they're good, 
but they got to learn how to do it, and he, they may not be ready just yet. So for wipeout, regular season games mean nothing, but this yep. should be a wild series. It's going to be awesome. And I'll tell you something again. You look at the Vegas Golden Knights minus 270. That's a little bit too high. I think Minnesota, the series goes six or seven. I actually think it goes the distance. Minnesota will play with them and maybe just fall short. I think they can actually win, Brian. I'm torn. I think Minnesota could be a, a potential huge underdog at plus 220. Uh, but Vegas just has a little bit more Mark Stone, a little bit more firepower. But Minnesota gives them everything. They, uh, I think it's going to be tight. Vegas in seven, but, man, I'm not laying that price. Well, up in Minnesota, Andrew, that's been a house of horrors for Vegas. And Minnesota actually has played very well in T-Mobile Arena, and it's going to be a loud building. But uh, we'll see if they can uh, win the, the whole series. They're going to make a lot of noise, but I, I, I slightly lean to Vegas. Yeah, I, I think Vegas is most likely going to take it. I just don't think Minnesota is going to care what anybody else says about it. I think that they're just going to – you know, at this point in the season, Minnesota, you know, we talked about the dominance that they've had during the regular season over Vegas. They're going to look to continue that. I and mean, they're going to say to themselves, you know, we've, we're just going to continue doing what we've done all year. And, you know, we're not afraid to go into that building, even though if it's going to have a packed house or, you know, majority filled arena, uh, I don't think Minnesota is going to be intimidated whatsoever in this series. I'll go Gatling gun here. Get about a minute and 40 seconds. The abs are minus 380. This is an insane number. It's, it's stupid. It is stupid. St. Louis has played. Forget the standings. Don't look at the standings. Say, oh, yeah, they're this. St. Louis has been playing playoff hockey, beat good teams to get in. Bennington's playing good. Abs have, listen, they've been chasing Vegas, and they've been winning and winning and winning. But in that division, the bottom four in that division are hot garbage. Don't sleep on St. Louis is all I'm going to say. I agree. Colorado, like you can't – if you're laying 425, you're taking your life in your hands. You, you need to attach it to a, probably two things to make it a respectable parlay. I think Colorado wins, but I think it's an absolute dogfight. Six games of complete death, carnage. St. Louis, they might lose this series, but they're going to make Colorado feel it. I can tell you that. It's not going to be a cakewalk like people think. I think it could actually go seven. Andrew, you got about 40 seconds. No, I, I, I think Colorado – it's going to take it in the end, but six or seven sounds about right to me. Same thing. Okay, boys. I, you know, Cam, you know I did it. You know I did it. I, I got St. Louis at 55 to 1. Yeah, it's a great play. Three, three and a half weeks ago. Smart. And honestly, I think it's a team that's breathing. I, you know, to win the oh, – There's a lot of teams that are breathing. I'm going to tell you something. The only team that I think has no chance in the first round is Nashville. They're the team that, like Carolina, to me, is the lock of all locks. Well, it's going to be great. We dropped the puck. That's going to, on Sunday, we have a lot of fun. Morning, noon, and night. Four games on Sunday. We'll take a quick peek at the Sunday games. Great fun. Great job by the guys. Cam Stewart, Andrew Torres. I'm Brian Blessing. And we hope you're enjoying the playoff edition of Light the Lamp right here on Sirius Channel 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Here to wrap up. Our playoff edition of Light the Lamp. Don't forget, if you just joined, this show re-airs Sunday morning, 7 o'clock. 
Cam, Andrew Cam during the break thought he had me. And there's three games. There's three games Sunday. Oh, no, no, no. No, you tricked me, Brian. No, no, no. Vancouver, their yep. season isn't ending until August. Now Vancouver's playing again. All right. I got it. Three playoff games. Go. What do you I'm got? a complete no, I'm a complete degenerate. Let's start with the non-playoff game that means nothing. <laughs> Give me Calgary Vancouver over five and a half and look for the underdog in that game. Let's go. Playoff games. Pittsburgh minus 120. We're gonna take the over five in Pittsburgh and the Islanders, Pittsburgh to win. And I also like the over five and a half. Every time Minnesota and Vegas get together, it's usually a track meet. And uh, yeah, those are my plays. So I'm gonna take the over five with the Islanders, Pittsburgh on the money line, over five and a half, Minnesota. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet, Andrew. I agree with Cam on two of those. I think the Islanders-Pittsburgh game, over game one, under game two. I do think Minnesota-Vegas could be kind of a, a track meet. Should be a wild atmosphere in there. Tampa and Florida, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to sit back, relax, and watch. Me too. What do, you, what do you think Sunday, Andrew? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with most of you guys. I think Penguins take game one against the Isles. Um Lightning Panthers, it's kind of tough. I'd, I'd say Panthers at home take game one, and then I think the Wild jump out, and I think they take game one against the Golden Knights. Bold. Bold. Well, what do you think about Tampa on the puck line? Like, plus. Yeah, no, I'm with Andrew. What do you the cats? That's a Panther. You just. Cam, not... save your voice. Don't, don't, don't hurt yourself there. You don't think they'll. I like doing it, Andrew. That's the only thing that keeps me going sound effects. You don't think they'll revert back to meow? Meow, meow, meow. Give me some tender fiddles. No, they're Panthers, Brian. <laughs> How does it, what does a Panther sound like exactly? <laughs> That's kind of a, that could be used as a cougar or lynx and mountain lion. Barley. Uh, you're the man. Great I'm fun. an idiot. <laughs> Kim and Andrew, great job. Uh, we thank you. Don't forget, the show re-airs Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy the Stanley Cup playoffs. Glad to talk pucks with you. Sirius 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network.